welcome back to Office Chats, a podcast presented by Madam Blue. I'm your host, Valeria, and today's mini episode delves into the humble beginnings of an iconic ice cream brand that we all know and love. Keep listening to learn how Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield went from middle school friends to founding a business that would go on to be purchased by Unilever for $326 million. But first, a quick reminder, if you're enjoying the weekly founder interviews on Office Chats, be sure to follow the podcast, rate it, and leave a review wherever you're listening. Your support would mean the world, and it goes a long way to help grow our audience. We all know Ben & Jerry's for their flavorful pints of creative ice cream concoctions with clever, now household names like Americone Dream and Cherry Garcia. However, even many ice cream enthusiasts are unfamiliar with the humble beginnings of Ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield, two childhood friends that set out to create an ice cream shop in Burlington, Vermont, with one sweet idea and no prior business experience. Ben and Jerry met in middle school in Long Island, New York, and have been inseparable since. After graduating high school, Jerry Greenfield studied pre-med at Oberlin College in Ohio, working as an ice cream scooper in his school cafeteria on the side. Meanwhile, Ben Cohen attended a few colleges but dropped out to teach pottery on a farm in New York's Adirondack region where he practiced his ice cream making skills. Cohen and Greenfield later reunited in Saratoga Springs, New York, where they talked about venturing into the food business together. Their idea was to bring food that was popular in big cities to a sleepy college town. Once they had decided on the college town of Burlington, Vermont, Cohen and Greenfield considered selling bagels, but because ice cream equipment was more affordable, Ben and Jerry's homemade scoop shop opened up in 1978 out of a renovated gas station. Without any business experience, Cohen and Greenfield took a $12,000 investment, a $5 course on ice cream making, and gathered career advice as they went along, learning from their mistakes and accomplishments. What makes this startup story all the more unique is that Cohen and Greenfield didn't set out to create an iconic ice cream brand or even to make a fortune. In an interview for NPR's How I Built This with Guy Raz, Greenfield shared the thought process behind their venture. We didn't exactly think of it as a business. We thought, let's do something for a couple years, and then after we do that, let's do something else. We talked about becoming cross-country truck drivers after we did this ice cream shop, Greenfield said. In 1979, Ben & Jerry's shop in Burlington was slowly becoming a community favorite for their classic homemade ice cream and unique flavors like Oreo chocolate mint and Heath Bar Crunch. Cohen and Greenfield celebrated the shop's first anniversary with Free Cone Day, a company tradition that continues to this day. In 1980, two years after their shop opened, Cohen and Greenfield began selling pints of Ben & Jerry's, and the rest is ice cream history. After Time Magazine called Ben & Jerry's the best ice cream in America just one year later in 1981, their first franchise popped up in Shelburne, Vermont, setting the company up for a decade of success. Throughout the 80s, Ben & Jerry's experienced the following growth. They saw a franchise expansion to 41 shops in 18 states by 1988. They created beloved flavors like New York Super Fudge Chunk and Cherry Garcia, and they reached $32 million in sales by 1987. Not bad for two guys whose original goal was to make $20,000 a year from their Vermont ice cream shop. The cherry on top of their small business Sunday was being named U.S. Small Business Persons of the Year by President Ronald Reagan in 1988. 
While many factors led to the success of Ben & Jerry's, people and product are the two most important. Ben & Jerry's creative ice cream flavors immediately set them apart from other pint products on the market. New flavors were invented by Jerry Greenfield, who had a distinct advantage in creating the chunk-filled scoops that Ben & Jerry's is known for. In Jerry Greenfield's interview with Roz of NPR, he said, I have a very poor sense of smell. It's called anosmia. In some ways, not having a sense of smell was a blessing because I had to rely on other senses that competitors weren't thinking about. They were focusing only on flavor or smell rather than the feel of the ice cream. From Chunky Monkey to Rainforest Crunch, Ben & Jerry's ice cream is not only beloved for its quirky flavors and pun-driven names, but also its texture and commitment to quality. Their products are fair trade and non-GMO, their dairy comes from happy cows, their eggs from cage-free hens, and all their brownies are from a bakery committed to providing jobs for the hard to employ. When 1995 came around, Cohen and Greenfield needed help to keep their booming business running, so they launched a contest called Yo, I Want to Be CEO, where applicants were told to submit an 100-word essay and the lid of their favorite Ben & Jerry's flavor. Eventually, Robert Holland, who was found via a search firm, not the contest, unfortunately, joined the company that year. In 1996, Holland stepped down as CEO and was replaced by Perry Odak, who drove sales to an estimated $175 million. At the end of another decade, Ben & Jerry's had received interest from many companies looking to buy the Vermont-born ice cream company with unique flavors and fans across the country. In 2000, Ben & Jerry's was purchased by the international food giant Unilever for $326 million. Although the founders no longer have an operational role in the company, the board of directors still oversees their social mission, which has become a trademark of the Ben & Jerry's brand. Ben & Jerry's having this activist, outspoken social mission, other companies can't copy that, Greenfield said to the New York Times. It's not something you can just say, it has to be who the people are. While Cohen and Greenfield's small scoop shop has transformed into a giant company with a path of its own, its roots remain in Burlington, where two anti-establishment hippies began selling ice cream on a whim. The two founders, now 72, continue working with Ben & Jerry's to promote the company's social justice campaigns, and they hang out regularly, often over a pint of their own creation. So what are the top lessons aspiring entrepreneurs can take from Ben & Jerry's journey? Number one, start with a passion and a simple idea. Ben & Jerry's founder story reminds us that you don't need extensive business experience to start a successful company. What you do need is passion and a simple, unique idea. They started with a love for ice cream and a desire to bring something new and special to their community. By developing unique flavors and never skimping on chunks, the brand honed in on quality and taste to establish brand loyalty. And second, stay true to your values. Ben & Jerry's success isn't just about ice cream. It's about a commitment to social and environmental values. Their dedication to quality ingredients, fair trade, and social justice has set them apart and built a loyal consumer base. Entrepreneurs should recognize the power of aligning their businesses with values that really matter to them and their target audience. Authenticity and a strong sense of purpose can drive long-term success in today's business landscape. Thank you so much for joining me on this mini episode of Office Chats. If you found this episode inspiring, be sure to rate the podcast wherever you're listening and join us next week for a new founder interview.